What's up, you little filths? Welcome to the yearly annual, you have to hear this, Grammy talk. The yearly annual? The yearly <laughs> annual. We do it once a year annually. I'm Ryan Terry, one of your hosts, and I'm joined by my co-hosts. Lucas Cotton. And uh, Evan Donnelly. And we usually recommend albums to each other, but that's not what we're doing this time. We're talking oh. about the Grammys. Plot twist. What are your opinions on the Grammys? I think they're pretty stupid. <laughs> they're pretty they're stupid. They, I also think these, they're pretty I mean, stupid. these award shows, like, by their very nature, are very stupid and very elitist. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, they exist, like, the Grammys, or not the Grammys, the Oscars exist so that they didn't, so that people wouldn't organize into unions. <laughs> so that the film industry wouldn't organize into unions. It did anyways. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, well, we got to make an award, I guess, to make them feel happy about themselves. Now, the whole thing is really stupid. But they're here, and it's fun to talk about every time um, the season rolls around. And I don't think it's valueless. I don't think it there is a lack of value in stating and having an institution that gives an award for something being particularly significant culturally or otherwise. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and um, I feel like every year you come back and you hope they, they fixed it up a bit. And maybe it gets better each year. And they tried this year. Because uh, if you recall, um, when we talked about the Grammys last, I, I believe we talked a lot about the uh, the Ur- urban, urban contemporary, contemporary. Uh, which was, you know, their their word for kind. How would you describe it, Ryan? Uh, people of color who made music. Yeah, it's a fucked up category. It is, and it like doesn't adequately describe the music at all. No, and I don't even. What's the new one? Um. You could probably. Uh, it is. Let's take a guess out of all of oh, the yeah. list of genres. Okay. All right. So there's there's R and B, but there's probably multiple R and B genres. So I'm guessing it's gonna be under R and B. Let's just jump right to R and B to see if we can get an answer for this. We've got best R and B, best traditional R and B, progressive. Oh, progressive R and B. We found her. Which is also bad, in my opinion. It's also not a very good name. Because progressive R&B is not a genre that existed, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of these artists, like Jeanne uh, Aiko... It um, is what it is is under there. Those are pop albums to me. Yeah. Maybe it too. is what it is is could be considered R&B, but in that case, putting the R&B category That's down the progressive R&B Exactly. Category. I don't think it's... I mean... Is it saying progressive as in, like, musically, like, prog R&B? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not what the progressive means within, like, music genre names. Like, post R&B? Is that a thing, too? I don't know. The whole thing seems like an attempt to not put black artists in the pop field. That's just what it feels like to me. Or certain yeah, black artists that, into the pop That's field. been the big problem is, like, are these artists getting pushed aside because of their race? Mm-hmm. And also, like, look, you look at the um, pop field right now, only one of them is not white. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, is this the what we should be doing? It's keeping the main act whitewashed. Yeah. I mean, some of them, I mean, I was looking at the pop song, best pop solo mm-hmm. performance for non-white. Some of them have, like, BTS and... I don't think that counts, though, as, like, diversifying your, like, pop genre, like, throwing BTS in there. Like, that's, I, that's fair. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not. any, I mean, 
I'm giving them such so much of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because I have to talk about this for a good length of time, and I can't just end every conversation with, but the Grammys are racist, despite the fact that right. that is the truth. That is fact. Um, I hope I like me keeping turning back and forth It'll sounds okay on the mic. All right. So I'm just going to go, we're just going to go through the categories and talk about um, who's nominated, our thoughts, who we think should win, who we think's going to win, um, whatever else. I know we aren't as in tune with pop sensibilities or billboard sensibilities, you know, like we don't, right. like I can always take pretty educated guesses as to where the Grammys are going to go, but that doesn't mean I've heard everything the Grammys offers. Or that those are the music, that's the music that I gravitate towards the most, especially within the pop fields. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of artists nominated that I do genuinely enjoy quite a bit. Right. So so I do feel like we are qualified to a certain extent to talk about some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just a disclaimer, uh, I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines. I'm more of a bystander to this because I don't follow the Grammys that much. So it, it's great to be a part of this. You can be the you can be the observer. Yeah. Our resident observer. Yeah, our resident little filth. Our <laughs> resident filth. I represent the I, I represent the filth. little filths. Resident yep. filth. So ask any filthy questions you have for us. Oh, for sure. All right. Filthiest. Weird aside, I'm pretty sure we talked about this last year. The difference between record of the year and song of the year is stupid. It's not a thing anymore. Like record. Rec- All right, we've definitely had this conversation last time, but record means single, right? Yes, record means single, and song of the year means anything that is eligible. Yeah, no, that that's stupid. Because no Grammys, one cares about singles anymore. They just seem like out of touch with how people like consume music today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So record of the year, uh, especially because I conflate record with album now. Like that's a right. great record. Is that's a great album to mm-hmm. me? Anyways. Uh, right, record of the year nominees: Black Parade by Beyonce, uh, Colors by Black Pumas, Rockstar by The Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Circles by Post Malone, and Savage by Megan Thee Stallion, and uh, featuring Beyonce. I think this is a pretty okay field. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it definitely was not an awful year for pop music. No, I mean you've got a bunch of ringers in here: Beyonce. Uh, Billie Eilish. It's weird to say Billie Eilish is a ringer, but she was so strong last year. Mm-hmm. She was such a strong presence at the Grammys. Do we want to take a look at predictions? Yeah, sure. I'll say real quick, I like a handful of these songs. I like Colors a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I just pulled up some of them to listen to them for the first time. And I like Colors a lot. It came out in 2019. It came out in like November right. 2019, so it wasn't even like... It could have been ineligible, but if it wasn't eligible, that's a very far deadline. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say I think <sighs> Savage is good. Mm-hmm. Savage or Black Parade? What do you think? I'm I like Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish the most, just because I I like Billie Eilish. I like that track a lot too. I can see that winning. I can see. I I think Say So is gonna win though. Oh yeah, yeah. Dua Lipa's great. The new Dua Lipa album. I haven't really, listened to any of it. Um, I've heard some tracks, and my brother has been recommending it to me for a while. Mm-hmm. But I think Dua Lipa is going to be the person that was nominated, deserves to win, and then doesn't win anything. Right. 
versus The Weeknd, who wasn't nominated at all. Um, that was bullshit. That's yeah, bullshit. he he did get snubbed. Uh, album of the year is Chilombo by Jene Aiko, Black Pumas Deluxe Edition by Black Pumas. Wait, all right, can we go off on a little tangent about Deluxe Edition albums real quick? Uh, sure. I know it's, like, in the middle of this, but th- I feel like this is, like, a topic that we kind of need to talk about. Like, so, all right, so the Deluxe Edition of Black Pumas is Grammy-nominated, and lately the trend in music has been to release a Deluxe Edition of an album, like, up to, like, a few months after you've released it. So, Ryan, yep. do you think doing that should qualify your album again for the next Grammy? Absolutely not. <laughs> Because most of these albums, I haven't listened, I haven't seen one where it felt like there, the two options, like the three options you go down this route. Mm-hmm. The album sounds the same, in which case, why didn't you just make it a double album? Right. The, uh, the, it's a bunch of B-sides, and that's the case. Why'd you call it another album or extended version? Why didn't you just call them B-sides, like a B-sides compilation? Right. And then... And also, like, why'd you put it into charts and why'd you make a big hubbub about it if they're just B-sides? And then the other one is it just sounds completely different. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, then just call it a different album. Right. You know? Like, there's no... The only time a deluxe edition makes sense is it's 20 years, 30 years, 40 years after the album came out. And it's like, here's a bunch... Like, okay, not okay. I okay computer. Right. That it's like, and, here's um, a bunch of new music. I'm thinking of Sgt. Pepper's, like the anniversary for that, where they, they had a bunch of different takes of like Strawberry Fields and stuff. Like, I think that's interesting stuff to throw into a deluxe album. But let's say, for example, um, a callback to Cage the Elephant self-titled, just adding one song at the end of it feels kind of weird. Like, I always felt like that was like the Japanese CD thing more right. than a deluxe edition it's like how they add jap tracks at the end to the japanese cd so that japanese people buy it because their cds are so expensive yeah um it's a it's definitely like a cash in on the hype of like releasing an album like for the second time mm-hmm. i guess to like get people interested in it but you'd think like with the um the what am i what am i who's the guy that started it the first like instance I it was, saw it was it eternal take, right? Well, I think uh, uh, who's the? I hold on, I have to consult Spotify really quick. He's consulting Spotify really quick. It, this is the type of thing that you you do once you know that your album has withstood the st- test. Young of time. Thug, yeah. I saw do it yeah. first, right? Yes, so much fun deluxe. Oh, which came out? This came out December twentieth, twenty nineteen. I also got to look. The original there. came out. August 16th. Oh my god, why? Um, yeah, I just got a uh, little Uzi Bert. Yeah, little Uzi Bert is the one that I saw where it was like Eternal Take and then little Uzi Bert versus the world, too. Yeah, and like those two albums, just like that was probably the one that justified it the most because they were different albums, they sounded different, mm-hmm. but they continued like the spacey vibe. Yeah. For both. And so I think that that was like. And and let's be honest, it was an interesting marketing decision, you know, mm-hmm. more than it was. But that's fine. You know, both the albums were OK and had their own distinct qualities and quirks to it that made it solid listens 
two distinct albums, but related in some way. I would just call it sister albums. You know, I feel like that's existed forever. Like the final cut versus the wall. Like I consider those two right. like sister albums, you know? Um, and like, it doesn't make sense to me with like the ease of like releasing stuff. Like, why do you like have to release it? Like if you're releasing it like later as a mm. CD with like yeah. deluxe tracks, like that makes sense to me. But like, if it's already up on Spotify, if anything, it just makes it annoying. Like having like, yeah, you know, two. You have to distinguish between the two. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nas did it, which yeah. makes me laugh because all of Nas's music sounds exactly the same. So it's like, why did you do this? Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Weird. Weird aside, but the. Uh, I'll just restart. Um, Chalambo by Janae Iko from the year. Uh, Black Pumas Deluxe Edition by Black Pumas, Everyday Life by Coldplay, Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier, uh, Wounded Music Part 3 by Haim, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone, and Folklore by Taylor Swift. I think if you looked at this list and knew nothing about 2020, you would say nothing came out that year. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, there are good albums here. I've heard good things about Black Pumas. People seem to enjoy Janae Aiko. It wasn't really doing much for me. Everyday Life by Coldplay is weird and probably shouldn't be here, in my opinion. Jacob Collier, I love to death. One of the coolest figures in music. He did not make one of the best albums of the year. Uh, I'm glad he's nominated, just for the sake of Jacob Collier being nominated. Haim deserves to be here. Dua Lipa deserves to be here. I don't think Post Malone really deserves to be here. And then Taylor Swift probably deserves to be here. That's my favorite album out of this handful. It's definitely Folklore. I I loved that album. Mm -hmm. I don't think... I would be a little disappointed if she won just because she's already won in the past. Mm -hmm. And because, like, Taylor Swift has been a part of the, like, cultural zeitgeist for my entire life. Yeah. Like, people have always been talking about Taylor Swift. And I would just, like one just like one month i just want to see jacob creep from the shadows and grab that grammy it would be so cool he's not going to i want him to be the parasite of the grammys this year (laughs) it is it is interesting that they gave jacob collier love yeah because i feel like that's not i would never have expected jacob collier album like an academy yeah yeah because because he always like i mean he's sort of more of an internet phenomenon than he is a he pop should artist. i don't think he i mean i i think every musician would agree that he shouldn't just be an internet phenomenon yeah it's it's because he's so good he's so good that he's sort of a um he's sort of a like figure within musicians more than outside of musicians like musicians love jacob collier yeah you know versus like you know are people listening to jacob collier are like I don't listen to Jacob Collier in the same way I listen to Coldplay, you know. So it's just it's it's all around a very weird field. I don't think it's the worst. I've seen worse, uh, but it certainly could have been better. They snubbed Run the Jewels. They snubbed The Strokes. They snubbed Fiona Apple. They snubbed Phoebe Bridgers. They snubbed The Weekend. As the you weekend. said, I mean, from this field specifically, a lot of them were nominated for other fields. They snubbed The Strokes hard mm-hmm. for albums, but like. Yeah, it it just why aren't those people here? It 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 just makes me um like were they even listening to this? I mean, they obviously weren't listening to the same music I was. But they're just I'm built different, little, Ryan. Leaning away from the mic, you stop it. What? You stop it. I <laughs> what you just pointed at me and told me to stop it. I don't get it. Those music industry people, they're they're built different. All right, song of the year, uh, Black Parade by Beyonce again. 
The Box by um, Oh Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich, yeah. Uh, Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Circles by Post Malone. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. I Can't Breathe by Her and If the World Was Ending by Julia Michaels. Or sorry, J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. This is the same. This is like half the same field as Record of the Year. Why are these two different categories? Just half Song of the Year. It makes no sense to me. Uh, I think Taylor's going to win. Who? Who's going to win? I think Taylor's going to win. Taylor uh, or Billy? I think it's between Taylor and Billy. Okay. Uh, the her song was good. Uh, I actually don't mind circles. I think circles is. I'm not a big Post Malone guy, but I, I could pre. I kind of like circles. The box also came out in 2019. Yeah, but that crept up the charts and beat Yummy. Like, oh, did it? Yeah, like at the beginning of the year. Gotcha. It probably was post eligibility, mm-hmm. or it just wasn't big enough to be nominated. Because like, I don't know. Grammys are weird. But yeah, I mean, I I think. I think Taylor or um, Billy's going to win. I could see Beyonce winning. Yeah, I'd like to see Beyonce win. I'd like to see Beyonce because she was I she deserved to win for Lemonade and then she lost to Adele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that sucked. Despite the fact that 25 is a good album. It's like Lemonade was so much better. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? Um, I'd like to see Aaron Desner uh, out of my one of my favorite bands, The National, take home a, a Grammy. It would be really cool. I mean, it's weird that like... <laughs> It's really cool that Taylor Swift has like become buddy buddy with all these indie yeah. people like Haim and uh Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear and the National. I'm glad that she got out of I'm glad that she left Brendan Urie and went to <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm making fun of Panic too much. No, no such thing. I yeah. think Panic deserves right. to make be made fun of. You're right, you're right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> His plan's coming uh, together. What do you think's gonna win? Uh oh, did you already say Yeah, that? I said Billy or Taylor. Um I'm gonna or say Beyonce. Were you gonna say Beyonce? Wait, scroll back up really quick. I think. I think Beyonce is gonna win. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Um, best new artists: Ingrid Andrus, um, Phoebe Bridgers, Chica, Woo! Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Doja Cat, K Tronada, and Megan The Stallion. Phoebe Bridgers, friend of the show, a filthy. A, I wish a I... little filth herself. <laughs> <laughs> I want Phoebe to win this. She deserves to win this. But you know Megan or Doja's gonna stan. win. You know Megan or Doja's gonna win. Sadly. Uh I think it's between I think Megan's gonna beat out Doja. I think Megan's Megan had a killer year. Yeah. She had a great year. And I think Megan I think Savage is a great song. I think uh I think Wet Ass Pussy is a good song. <laughs> yeah. I it's a fun song. Oh. Yeah. Um it's Wait, candy was music. Nominated? Was that nominated for anything? I guess we'll figure it out. In the next episode. Just kidding. In this episode. I'm sorry. Best pop solo performance. Yummy by Justin Bieber. No. Fake. Say So by Doja Cat. Everything yeah. I Want by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Let's and go. And Again by Taylor Swift. This is an okay field. Except for Yummy by Justin Bieber. Like that's I feel like that's not sheet. fair. It's not. Like that's a legacy pick. Yeah, they picked him because he's Justin Bieber. It's not even like a a notable performance, though. Like even in the Billie Eilish song, like it's a good song. I wouldn't say it's like a notable like performance from Billie, though. Here's the thing about Justin Bieber is that he's such a blank slate. Like he's so incapable of showing emotions. Yeah. In his music. And like the songs that I've actually thought were okay by Justin Bieber. Like, what do you mean? I think is a pretty solid track. Yeah. 
um sorry i think is fun right like they they hinge on the fact that justin bieber is a confused emotionally inept person (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. like he cannot read other people's emotions like that's the point of those songs and that, I think that that's an effective take for his because it, I think it's honest. I think mm-hmm. it's it's more honest versus something like Yummy, which is him comparing his uh, wife's pussy to food. <laughs> you know, is that He's what married? also happens in Watermelon? Sugar? Or girlfriend? I can't remember. Oh, okay. I thought I was just very out of touch. I don't know if he's married or not. I don't know anything. I barely know anything about Justin. I know this new album was not good. Are there two songs about comparing pussy to food on the best? solo pop performance i think that we're i think we're we need to get to a point where all the songs are comparing pussy to food and that'll be that'll be fifth wave feminism (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean good field all around aside from justin bieber does not deserve to be there yeah like fucking any other any of the artists in the progressive r&b field could be here instead of justin bieber and Justin's like trying to pull off this R and B switch, and it just doesn't work for me. No, or anyone, it seems. Also, remember the weird social media push she did for it, where he's trying to get. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Is yeah. I feel like it's not fair because he was almost telling, he was trying to pull a sleepify, but like for personal gain. Yeah, I mean, not that Wolfpack didn't do it for personal gain, mm-hmm. but I think the circumstances were different, as in like. Wolfpack was trying to point out how manipulative the system is when it comes to streaming music. Also, there's a point to doing it, having it be total silence versus having it be an actual. Yeah. Like there's a difference between that. And like, it's not like Justin Bieber was using it to finance a free tour. Exactly. He just really wanted the song to get to number one. Um, And he teamed up with a bunch of TikTok and YouTube, like David Dobrik did a video with him, I think. Yeah. Very strange. I don't like this new, like, interwoven pop youtube tiktok world we're living in phone's bad i, I don't think phone black ba- mirror i don't think phone <laughs> bad it's just like oh god i have to write songs that appeal to tiktok oh my now. god we live in a society we live in bro. a society uh my vote's on harry obviously do you think he's gonna win i think he has a good chance i, I think, think i mean fine line was an excellent product i think i think it'll it'll pop out I think this is Billy or Has he, Taylor. He hasn't won anything, right? Did like, he win for like solo? Sign of the Times or? I don't think so. Anything Did One also, Direction yeah. ever take home an Emmy? Or and not Emmy, Grammy? I don't know. I don't think so. I think so either. I mean, it would be cool if he won. It would be yeah. really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think also Doja Cat has a chance. I think this is the most balanced field in that anyone has a chance. I wish Dua Lipa had more of a chance because I think that that is one of the better songs on this list. Mm-hmm. I don't think she stands a chance, which is sad, but because she might have had the best pop album of the year. Um, six best pop duo slash group performances. You got Undia with J Balvin, Dua Lipa, Bad Bunny, and Tiny. Tiny? 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 Intentions by Justin Bieber featuring uh, Cabo, Quavo, Quavo, Quavo. I should probably be reading these. Things. Um, Dynamite by BTS, Rain on Me by Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande, and Exile by Taylor Swift featuring Bonnie Bear. I've heard, I've heard a Lady Gaga song. I've only and I've heard, heard the, the Taylor, Taylor one. Song. Taylor is the best one here, like mm-hmm. without a doubt. Uh, I think Rain on Me is fine. 
I've never been, I know, like, some people are huge Lady Gaga fans. I've never been crazy about Lady Gaga, and I've never been crazy about Ariana Grande. I respect the hell out of it. I think it's really good pop music. It just doesn't do much for me. Yeah. Like, Ariana's voice, I'm just not crazy about. Despite the fact that she's an objectively great singer. I just, I don't know. Um, And then Justin doesn't deserve to be here. But I love Exile. I think that's a great song. I think it's the best song off yet, that album, of what I've heard. I also really like Last American Dynasty. Yeah, I definitely I want to see Taylor Swift take it home, but it's probably gonna be like, and it'd be cool to see Bonnie Bear take one home as well. Yeah, it, it's probably going to be like either Justin Bieber or like the J, J Balvin. I don't think Justin Bieber is gonna leave with any Grammys. No, no, Ooh. I don't. I th- I think he I think it's past his time. I think Ooh. it's past the Justin Bieber time in pop music. You think It'll he grew too old? I don't even think he's too old. I think he um. I think he's confused as to where he wants to go next, and his music reflects that. I want to see him just, like, find himself musically and just drop this really good, like, I don't know, like like a fine line kind of. Not exactly fine line, but to me, the reason I enjoyed fine line was because it felt like a breakout. To me. More, more, an, a more artistic breakout mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to get at here. I think what Harry Styles wants to be is like one of those 80s guys that were super weird in the 70s and then broke out with a huge pop hit in the 80s. Yeah. Like, like he covered Sledgehammer, speaking of Peter Gabriel. Mm-hmm. He covered Sledgehammer and he like, he loves doing these like weird music videos and dressing up crazy and like, that's kind of, that's like, I think that's where he's pulling that from. Yeah. You know, so I guess he's a pop artist wanting to turn into wanting to seem like an art guy making a pop music. Yeah. Which is pretty convoluted, but I don't know. I think he can pull it off. Yeah. I'm excited to see what he does next. Uh, Justin Bieber or Harry Styles? Harry Styles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Justin Bieber, I think, is like, I, th- I think that the album before this one was okay. And I think that this one is really not good. Okay. So so I I don't know I don't I think um may I, I don't know I don't want to be because Justin Bieber is such has been such low hanging fruit my entire life. <laughs> yeah, but do you feel as if you're being critical? Like, do you think you're you're you're, you're yeah. fairly judging his music? Yeah, well, because I I said earlier I like some of his songs. Like I like what do you mean? I think it was a pretty solid yeah. pop song within the realm that this is music I don't listen to anyways. Like I like that. I like the. I have liked his songs in the past. Um, I wouldn't add it to a playlist, but that's unsurprising, right? Yeah. Um, Moving on. Yeah, best traditional pop vocal album. Uh, I don't know if I have much to say here. I haven't heard any of these albums, but I'm familiar with some of these artists. Wait, what? The description for this says for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new traditional pop recordings. What does that exactly mean? I don't know. I'm okay. not, I have no clue, but it cool. features. Is it like covers? No. Yeah, because like Judy and Unfollow and uh, American Standards and a Cole Porter tribute. Um, we should just skip this one. <laughs> uh, best pop vocal album: Changes by Justin Bieber, Chromatica by Lady Gaga, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, um, Fine Line by Harry Styles, and Folklore by Taylor Swift. It would be so cool if Dua Lipa or Harry Styles walked away with it. I know Taylor's walking. There's no way Taylor doesn't win this category. Yeah. Like like the pop album, the best pop album field was made for Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know? Like I'm, right. I'm I think this field didn't exist before Taylor Swift existed. But yeah, is there any No? Let's... No, I got nothing. Yeah, it's told it's I mean, she's going to sweep. 
Uh, dance slash electronic music. Best dance recording is... Uh, I don't know anything about this. Uh, we've got On My Mind by Diplo and Sidepiece. Uh, My High by Disclosure. Uh, the Difference by Flume featuring Tor- Toro Emoy. Uh, both of us by Jada G and Ten Percent by K Tronada. Um, I like Flume a lot. I like. I I'd like to see Flume leave with this, and I also like Disclosure quite a bit. I don't know if anyone else has anything to say um, about this. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Tor- Toro Moi is usually how I say it. Pretty good artist. I don't know that specific project, but his previous work I've listened to and I really enjoy it. So just for that reason alone. I'm going to root for him. Yeah. Flume has been someone I've been like sort of paying attention to. within the. I want to get more into like uh, current electronic music. Yeah. Especially because I feel like when they say like best, like this is more or less ED. This is dance recording. My bad. But this is like EDM. Like that's what I'm they thinking house. Electronic. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know any of the best dance slash electronic albums. So I'm just going to skip that. Uh, well, let's go into the rock field. Yeah, let's go into our field. Our our corner. Uh, best rock performance is Shamika by Fiona Apple, mm-hmm. Not by Big Thief, Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers, The Steps by Haim, Stay High by Brittany Howard, mm-hmm. Daylight by Grace Potter. I think this is a pretty good collection that, of songs. That is a pretty good list. I think, like, replace... I don't know the Grace Potter song, so I wouldn't no, want to say, either. like, replace it with the strokes, but replace it with the strokes. Yeah. Also, the Grammys love Brittany Howard. I also love Brittany Howard. That's fair. I like Brittany Howard, so like I'm not gonna complain about it. Yeah, uh, "Stay High" is a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think "Kyoto" is a great song. I think this is between. I could see it going to Haim, but I think it's between Fiona Apple and Phoebe Bridgers because they had such big years, both mm-hmm. of them. Like Fiona Apple, especially like, it's not necessarily a comeback story because she never went to like, especially in the critical darling world. Like she never right. went away. Like people have always loved, especially the idler wheels of fantastic album, but her just dropping her dropping fetch the bolt cutters mm-hmm. is such a, was such an important cultural touchstone, especially right. when it coincided with quarantine. Mm-hmm. And then Phoebe Bridgers just released that album at the beginning of this year and has been rising and rising since. Right. So I can't wait to see what else she makes in the future. Me too. I'm yeah. Really, her Red Rocks performance is fantastic. But like, yeah, I'm I'm totally happy it going to either. I I think re- I'd rather see Phoebe just because she's newer and Fiona Apple has won Grammys in the past. I'm pretty sure. But I'm totally happy with any of these except for Grace Potter, and that's because I don't know who she is. And I don't think she's gonna win anyways, but I should listen to the song and give it a fair shake. Yeah. Um, best metal performance: uh, "Bum Rush" by Body Count, "Underneath" by Code Orange, "The In Between" by In This Moment, uh, "Blood Money" by Poppy, "Executioner's Tax" uh, by Power Trip. I've only heard "Blood Money," but "Blood Money" is a great song. I think this is gonna go to Poppy or Code Orange. I, I've heard a lot of people praise the new code, or, code, yeah. code Orange stuff, but I, I never got around to it. I think that, like, Code Orange winning would be a sort of big deal within the metal and music, music sphere. Mm-hmm. Because people... And Poppy, that new Poppy album, I've heard very good things about. Yeah. And, and Poppy has had, by far, one of the weirdest trajectories in music. Yeah. Period. Um... Yeah, I'm happy. I I think Poppy or Code Orange should walk away with it. 
Uh, best rock song is Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers, Lost in Yesterday by Tame Impala, which did you guys know that's one person? No, Wait, dude. What? Yeah, Kevin Parker. No. No. <laughs> this can't, this can't Wait. be happening. It's all you filths out there. Write that one down. <laughs> this one's going down in history. Kevin Parker, one dude, Tame Impala. Not by uh, Big, a thief. Big Thief. Um, thank you. Shamika by Fiona Apple and Stay High by Brittany Howard. So this is just the same. This is just the same as performance. Uh, yeah. Like roughly the same. I guess Lost in Yesterday wasn't on there. Uh, yeah. No, that's kind of weird, though, how they just kind of reused the same song. Yeah. It's like, why? Why have both? I don't know. It's very silly. Um, it's kind of whack. I guess it made more sense when I would like the performance thing to be more based on live performances, maybe. Right. Um, although you can have really invigorating performances on record, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want uh, Phoebe, Tame Impala, or Fiona to win this. Uh, I just named half the over half the field, <laughs> but like, if any of these walk away, I'm happy. If any yeah. of these win, I'm happy. This is a good field. I think the strokes need to be here. Maybe replace Big Thief with the strokes personally, but Big Thief's a good band. Um, yeah. I love I loved the slow rush so much that I I can't not root for Tame Impala. And I think they have a chance. I think almost everyone in this field has a chance. I don't think Big Thief is winning, and I don't think Britney Howard's winning. But like I think everyone else, I think even Britney Howard has a pretty strong claim to the grammy mm-hmm. i fucking at the door should be here yeah or the adults are talking or the adults are talking but at the door is like one of the best songs of that year mm-hmm. it's incredible maybe my favorite song of that year uh best rock album a hero's death by fontaine's dc uh kiwanuka by michael kiwanuka uh daylight by grace potter sound and fury by sturgill simpson and the new abnormal by the strokes Woo! Finally, finally, yeah, finally, the, the strokes. strokes. I I got it mixed around. I thought they were snubbed at the albums, but they were snubbed in the songs. Uh, New Abnormal should win. Fontaine's DC, I'll be happy with. Sturgill Simpson is weird in this field because I thought he was a country artist, but I haven't heard his new album. No, me neither. Um, yeah, uh, Strokes should win. I don't even think it's a competition. I think the Strokes released one of the best albums that year. Yeah. Uh, alternative. Best alternative music album is Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple, Hyperspace by Beck, Punisher Ooh. by Phoebe Bridgers, Jamie by Brittany Howard, and The Slowers by Tame Impala. Amazing That's a good category. list. That That's is a, a really list. good cat. I think replace Hyperspace with... Yeah, no, Hyperspace doesn't deserve Replace Hyperspace with something else and... Or some other albums that Good Hyperspace. list, man. <laughs> so good. Just hearing that makes you go, ooh. Yeah, I think Fiona's... I think any of these again have a strong claim with the exception of beck i don't think beck's winning but the grammys love beck for mm-hmm. some reason did you ever listen to jamie no ja- jamie's a good album i love i loved it yeah i'm I'm just assuming that the britney album album howard album is very good because mm-hmm. i honestly think women in music part three should be here oh shoot no no perfume genius anywhere yeah i guess i'm not surprised where's or, Ch- or charlie xcx it was also totally snubbed um yeah, I mean, I Moses think... Moses Sumney definitely yeah. should have been on. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Jesse Ware, no Vez Toomer. Yeah. It's just, um, I mean, 
there are certainly I'm happy with this list barring Beck because Beck has been going in more and more media mediocre trends yeah. for each coming release. Um, I think Tame Impala, Fiona Apple, or Phoebe Bridgers are gonna win. I I think it's between I think Fiona. It's so hard to say because Phoebe had such a big year. Right. No, her rise like. I think she landed every late night show. Yeah, and it's like she's, she got late night show like tic tac toe. Her SNL performance is so good, mm-hmm. and it's like, and her tiny desk. Yeah, her tiny desk is great. When did she do like the ballroom thing? Was that also SNL? I don't think so. Okay, that was also so cool. Yeah, no, I I'm this is a great field. Uh, R- best R&B performance Lightning and Thunder by Janae Aiko Black Parade by Beyonce All I Need by Jacob Collier Goathead by Brittany Howard Great and song. See Me by Emily King uh, I haven't heard Goathead I should Goathead's really good I should listen to Brittany Howard after this Goathead deserves to win out of this category yeah I think it's gonna go to Beyonce so easily I love All I Need by Jacob Collier I, I, I think that that's a fantastic song Um, but Beyonce's gonna win. Is there any objection to Beyonce winning? <laughs> she uh, she deserves it. Yeah, I don't mind if Beyonce wins. I think she's had stronger songs and stronger albums in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of telling that Black Parade is the only song that's been nominated for all of the for that album cycle, or not album cycle, but the like. It was like a the Lion King thing. Yeah, and like all the stuff that surrounded that uh best traditional r&b i don't know any of these so i'm just gonna move on and then best r&b song we've got better than i imagined by her or robert glasper featuring her and uh michelle i'm not even gonna try and say that black parade by beyonce collide by uh tiana major nine and earth gang do it by chloe x holly um and slow down by skip marley and her uh, I think it's gonna, I don't know any of those. I think it's gonna go Beyonce. I know Robert Glasper, and I know Earth Gang. I really like Earth Gang. I was introduced to them because of the Gorilla song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce's gonna win. You know, um, best progressive R and B album. Uh, the one category we do not like: <laughs> Chalambo by Janae Je- uh, Aiko, Ungodly Hour by Chloe and Holly, or Chloe X Holly, uh, Free Nationals by Free Nationals. Uh, fuck your feelings by Robert Glasper. Should I say? Should I be? Should I say it like that? It's spelled. Like <laughs> How is that. it spelled? Fuck yo feelings. Please never stop saying it like that. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then it is what it is by Thundercat. It is what it is should win. I think Chalamo's gonna win because Chalamo was nominated for the Album of the Year category, and it is what it is isn't. So that's my guess. <laughs> God, that album is so good. Yeah, I'd be so happy if Thundercat walks away with it. I know. Oh, jeez. And Connor would be so happy. Yeah. Um, Connor's our manager at Beach Tower. Go check out Beach Tower at Beach Tower Music on Instagram. <laughs> That's the thing I swore I'd never do. Anyways, you'll fill. Go check it if you want a Patreon. Email us at um littlefillyourmom.com. You want them to email us at yourmom.com? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, best. <laughs> skipping. I'm skipping some of these because I know we don't know. 
Best rap performance, Deep Reverence by Big Sean, featuring Nipsey Hussle, Bop by DaBaby, What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion, and Dior by Pop Smoke. Uh, Megan's gonna win. I am not a big Jack Harlow fan. Yeah? I, um, I know nothing by him. I think Savage should take it. I think Savage is a is I think a Savage should take it, and I think Savage is gonna take it. Cause it's just like best Megan's mo- had such a good year. I got I got caught by the the next category best melodic rap performance. Yeah, they that's just, weird. They just keep. I don't know why there's so many subcategories. A songwriter's award. A song is eligible if it was first released or if it is first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Singles or tracks only. Well, what, what else is, would it yeah. be? <laughs> we don't want any spoken word. We don't want no any... No podcasts. We don't want any podcasts. In no here. audiobooks. Oh, you're telling me that the update of Brave New World <laughs> isn't on here? Read by Jared Diamond. <laughs> uh, best melodic rap performance is Rockstar by DaBaby, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake. Oh, I read the wrong description because I didn't did. notice you scrolled. My I'm, my bad. I'm tired. Uh, Lockdown by Anderson Pack, The Box by Roddy Rich, and Heist in the Room by Travis Scott. I should mention we just recorded uh, the other podcast before this, like one of yeah. the, our regular episodes before this. Uh, I want Anderson Pack to win. If Drake wins, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I think Heist in the Room is a good song. I could see Travis Scott winning mm-hmm. as well. Um. I could see the box winning. I'd be really happy if Anderson Pack won. That lockdown song is fantastic. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, happy happiest if Anderson Pack wins, but not expecting him to win. Uh, best rap song, uh, "Bigger Picture" by Lil Baby, "The Box" by Roddy Rich, "Laugh Now Cry Later" by Drake, "Rockstar" by Roddy Rich, "Savage" by Megan. This is the same. This is like a combination of the other two categories. <sighs> I think Savage is gonna win. Um, unrelated, well, semi-related. Uh, do you guys know how they're gonna hold the Grammys this year? How is it gonna work? Well, it has. It, I don't know. They're gonna show up outside their houses with the trophies, and then walk away when they lose, like they did. <laughs> they'll be like, they'll be like, "Hey, artists, can you come and pick them, pick them <laughs> up at this location, please?" And then they say it on live. And they they have a fake one. Like if yeah. you lost, it's just, it's like a faulty. Yeah, Grammy. and all the people who heard it on the show are like, "Oh my god, they led us astray!" And then Meet it us blows at the up. Seven <laughs> Eleven drug deal, but for your Grammy. <laughs> Please meet us on the Seven Eleven in the uh, in Fifty Third Street. Um, Fight to the death. <laughs> we don't pick. <laughs> <laughs> Megan versus Roddy versus Drake versus. Roddy again? Who would win? Oh, the baby. Sorry. Who would win in a fight between? I feel like Megan would kick all of their Megan, asses. Megan would kick all of their. Megan would kick little baby's ass. Megan could beat up Roddy Rich in a fight. You think so? I feel like Roddy Rich. Maybe. I feel like Megan and Roddy Rich are the only ones here who could actually put up a fight. <laughs> Drake, Drake would just. Instantly... Yeah. Drake would be like, "Oh my god, she's not underage." <laughs> What do I do about Dude, this? Drake's gonna listen to this and then he's gonna come over and kick your ass. Drake's Ryan. gonna cry when so. he hears Drake. This. My address is the Seven Eleven. Drake's gonna be like <laughs> those three white boys from a public school who fucking made fun of me. 
It's a state school. State school, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think Megan's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or no, I think Megan. I hope Drake doesn't win. God, I hope Drake doesn't win. Oh fuck yeah! Fucking Alfredo got on best uh yeah best did. rap album. Best rap album: Black Habits by D Smoke, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs, and The Alchemist. Uh, a written testimony by Jay Electronica. Uh, King's Disease by Nas and the Allegory by Royce to Five Nine. Uh, is it Royce to Five Nine still, or is it just Royce Five Nine? Did he drop the Five Nine? Did he drop Duh from his name? I have no idea. I only know him from Bad Meets Evil. <laughs> um, I Freddie Gibbs should win. I'm not even gonna guess. Yeah. I'm not even gonna guess who I think is gonna win because Freddie Gibbs should win so badly that I think he's gonna win. <laughs> also, I'm shocked that. This is sorry to mean to step on your toes. What? This looks like you were gonna say something. No, I I'm shocked that Megan's not here. I'm shocked that Drake's not here. I'm shocked that do they drop albums? Uh, did Drake drop an album? I can't remember if Drake dropped an album. Or I don't. Know. I'm just glad there's like the variation. Me too. I I, and I, I wouldn't see mind seeing Nas walk away with a Grammy. I'm glad Alfredo's on there because I love that album. Yeah, they should have just nominated Illmatic or Stillmatic. <laughs> King's diseases. Probably I haven't a heard it. No, me neither. Um, and then I'm gonna skip through, but I think that the rest we don't really know. I don't think the rest I feel very qualified to talk about because, like, it's like jazz and country and classical, yeah. Um, gospel. Yeah. Best contemporary Christian music album. Best roots. Best American <laughs> American roots album. I think I saw there. Best Latin pop. Yeah, no, I don't, I think we've hit all the ones that I feel comfortable speaking with any sort of authority on. Uh, so what do you guys think of this Grammy? Wait, go season? to go to the global music really quick. Sure, just in case. Oh, let's check out the children's tunes. There's only two albums on here. Uh, I don't know any of those. Yeah. So what do you guys think of this field? I feel like it was better than last year. Yeah. I was there was some parts of last year that definitely disappointed me. I was really happy Anderson Pack won. I was really happy Billie Eilish got all of the wins that she got. And Tyler. Yeah, and Tyler. Um oh at, real quick. American Utopia by David Byrne is nominated for Best Musical Theater Album. And if that doesn't win, I'm gonna be genuinely surprised because that is a fantastic live album, fantastic show. If you have not seen American Utopia on HBO Max, please do. It's a Spike Lee film, of all people. Fantastic. And then, yeah, I think... um, I'm just going through some of the best compilation soundtracks for visual media. We got Jojo Rabbit, Frozen 2, Eurovision, Bill and Ted, and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I thought... Oh. What? Jo... I think Jojo Rabbit should win, but that's just because it's my favorite movie, I and I reme- can't remember the soundtrack. Yeah, I can't remember anything about like the score or the soundtrack. It was a good movie, though. I liked it. Yeah. Um, best score soundtrack for visual media? Uh, Joker. Joker had a great score. Yeah, the, the dance. It won an Oscar. Of, yeah. It did win an Oscar. Rise um, of Skywalker. I think Joker's going to win. We've also got 1917 becoming an Ad Astra, which are all 2019 films. Yeah. Very strange. I mean, oh, because be the fair, soundtracks probably came out in twenty twenty. That's true, and also just like, no movies have been made that's in the past fair. year. That's also fair. 
Um, best song written for visual media. We got Beautiful Ghosts from Cats. Um, Carried Me With You from On uh, from Onward by Brandy Carleal. Oh, the Cats one is by Andrew Lade Weber and Taylor Swift. Into the Unknown by Frozen, uh, from Frozen 2 by Denim and Zeal and Aurora. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, no, those are the performers, my bad. No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. And I think that's a, that's a good song. Me too. And Stand Up from Harriet. Uh, God, I hope Beautiful Ghost doesn't win. Or I hope it does win so I can make fun of it, but I hope it doesn't win. I hope Billie Eilish wins this one. Um, yeah, I. that's the worst song in Cats. <laughs> because it's not even in the original musical of Cats. And all the other songs in the original musical of Cats are at least fun. And Beautiful Ghost is not fun. There's this great interview where last year they weren't nominated and i don't i don't specifically know why but there's this great interview where taylor swift just talked about how terrible the recording session for the song was and how the music wasn't done until like five or ten minutes before being uh getting it performed and she was like yeah but it got us a golden globe nomination so and she just looks down (laughs) and like thinks about how she wasn't nominated for an oscar (laughs) it's so funny Oh man. Um yeah, I think that that's uh everything. Okay, general thoughts. Eh, I mean, it's it's definitely not the worst Grammys I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's there's Run the Jewels totally snubbed. Yeah, Run that, the Jewels totally That was to be I think the best rap album of that of last year. That and Alfredo. Totally snubbed. And clipping but I didn't expect Clipping to be nominated, let's be honest. Um, Yeah, there were some majors. I think the rap category is one where a lot of great artists got snubbed. I think... Um, but otherwise, the rock and fields were pretty pretty darn good. The yeah. alternative fields were pretty good. We had a night... There was a nice mix of veterans like Fiona Apple and Tim Paula and the new people like Phoebe Bridgers. The Strokes had a great comeback this year, and it did not reflect very well in the Grammys uh, nominations. I feel just critically. It fe- I don't know. The Strokes, you mean? Yeah. I feel like they got a lot of critical praise, except for Pitchfork. I think it's just they stand out so much because it's so asinine. <laughs> yeah. Like, the bad reviews, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, people freak out about the bad reviews more, and you hear about it more than people talking about how much they like The Strokes. Or the new Strokes album. And it's not like any review matters as much as Fantano's does. Exactly. Um Yeah, I think I think that it's generally not a horrible field. A horrible um I just I, there were certainly some Wait, I think go back album down for a second. Sorry. Yeah, sure. Best, album of the year no, could have been better. Boxed. Best recording package or oh best box or limited or special limited edition. Uh, Damn, you think Grateful Dead are going to take home the Grammy this year? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Wilco is going <laughs> to. Depeche Mode. This is, this is, I love the best boxer special limited edition package because it's the weirdest field by far. We got Paul McCartney, Grateful Dead, Depeche Mode, Wilco, and various artists. <laughs> That's what we need. We need more fields that are like Paul McCartney, Grateful Dead, Depeche Mode, and Wilco. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that would be a killer Grammy a year if those were, like, the album of the year's nominations. Yeah. Um, 
God, there's so many. God, there's so many things that get nominated that I just do not know happen. Producer of the year, non-classical Jack Antonoff. Oh, we should talk about this. Producer of the year, non-classical Jack Antonoff, Dan Auerbach, David Cobb, or Dave Cobb, um, Flying Lotus, and Andrew Watt. Wait, sorry. What did Dan Auerbach produce? Um, he did uh, CeeLo Green, Earl, oh. Early James, Kendall Marvel, John Anderson. Um, Jack Antonoff did Taylor Swift. Uh, the chicks. Jack Antonoff deserves to win. Jack, An- I think. Jack I think Antonoff. he's a he's a production genius. I think he's gonna win. I think Flying. I'd be very happy if Flying Lotus walked away. But mm-hmm. Flying Lotus had a pretty didn't have. Uh, he produced it is what it is, but otherwise, like Jack Antonoff produced so much shit this year, mm-hmm. and he produces so much shit every year that it's like. I didn't know Dan Auerbach was like producing that much stuff though. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, I mean that last Black Keys album, a lot of people weren't huge fans of, right? I never even listened to it. No, me. Neither. I, I like, I saw it and was like, oh, I should listen to it, and never thought of it again. <laughs> yeah, I think I have high slash low on my playlist, and that's it. Yeah um yeah i mean it's it's a pretty good field i'm generally happy with the producer stuff they usually get the producer stuff pretty good like phineas won last year which i'm very happy with but yeah i mean it's the grammys are going to disappoint us when whoever wins wins right you know like that's what the grammys do they disappoint but yeah i'm i'm actually semi-excited to see who walks away with one and who doesn't i'm scared to People who win Best New Artist almost always f- fall off the face of the earth mm-hmm. the year after. So I'm a little, if Phoebe wins, I'll be a little nervous for her. Me too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's I think that's a wrap unless anyone else has anything to say about the Grammys. No, I, I'm good. Um, anything you want to say? No. Yeah, so uh, you stated it last episode. We'll do it here again. Um, we're starting to put more effort into our uh, Instagram and stuff. So if you ever want to check us out at uh you have to hear this podcast, uh we'll, we're going to start getting things rolling on that. Uh if you want like, I don't know, we'll, we'll mess around with it. We'll see we'll see what happens. But yeah, just throwing that out there. And next episode will presumably be a regular episode if you have to hear this. I don't know where this is going to release in the We're pre-recording this pretty far in advance, I think, so. Yeah. It'll be a nice little bonus episode. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll be in the middle of the week. Who knows? Maybe Ooh. I'm just maybe I'm just wild like that. Maybe I'm just filthy. He's like living that. La Vida Loca. I'm living La Vida. I'm living. I'm living life on the wild side. Lou Reed, we just talked about his wife. All right, see you, little pills. <laughs> 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 <laughs>